You're listening to The Bridge Loud in Chicago on QRock 100.7 FM and online worldwide via thebridgechicago.com. Hey, this is Jed Brewer. Here's tonight's question. My friend relapsed, and I feel so upset. What now? Let's get into it. King and I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. Let's do this. Also joined by the producer of the show, the man who puts the music together, Jed Brewer. Ho, 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 it's freezing cold outside. <laughs> I started off festive and just got sad and accurate. <laughs> We're answering your questions that came into the bridge loud at gmail.com, where you're welcome to write in your own questions. This week's question says, my friend relapsed and I feel so upset. What now? And Glenn, uh, we should mention up front that in our day job, we work with a lot of people in addiction recovery. We work with a lot of people who have a lot of friends and family members in addiction recovery. So this is ground we know pretty well from doing all that. And where would we start off? Well, yeah, I think it's it's tough to deal with any emotion, strong emotional state that you might have. But when somebody relapses like this, it sort of brings on a whole soup of different um, negative emotions. And um, I think it's important to understand 
there's sometimes it's hard to unravel that. You know, it's just like a gumbo of you know uh, anger that you're frustrated with this person. Uh, you're worried about how you know far down they're going to go with this. You you feel these uh, uh, feelings of. Uh, you know, a defeat in that, as if the story is over somehow. And sorting through all that can be difficult. I mean, you, you, you can't just take a pot of gumbo and, you know, pull all those ingredients back apart. And uh, so we have to figure out a way to manage those emotions and deal with them as they swirl around. I think that's, that's absolutely right. And Jed, as we start to look at the, the emotion soup, to use the analogy, the very good analogy that Glenn gave us there, what do we do with that? Once we acknowledge that emotions are complicated, where do we move on from there? Well, I think the first thing that we want to do is actually be really kind to ourselves. Um, having any, just like Glenn is saying, having any really strong emotion is tough, and it can be kind of overwhelming. And when when you've got that soup where there's, there's sadness and there's shock and surprise and anger and discouragement, um, that can be really overwhelming. That can really throw you for a loop. And all the more, I, I think it can lead to feeling disoriented because... I think you might feel sad one minute and angry the next minute and just upset the minute after that. And some of those emotions don't even seem to agree. Like we're very concerned about our friend, but then we're also a little frustrated with our friend. So I think that we need to start off by being kind to ourselves and saying, I've got a lot of feelings and it makes sense that I have a lot of feelings. But then we need to turn to the question of what do I do? with all these feelings. I don't want to just ignore them, but neither do I want to let them make all of my decisions for me. So what do I actually do with them? That is a really great point. We will pick it up there when we come back on The Bridge Loud. We will also, hopefully at some point in the near future, uh, be able to feature a song from a pop-punk emo band, Bowling for Soup of Negative Emotions. <laughs> we can all look forward to that. And we'll be back right here on The Bridge Loud. Yeah. 
Loud. We are back with you here on The Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King, and I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. Emotional gumbo is tough to keep in the bowl because you keep yelling and waving your arms around. That's very true. Sometimes it's hard to tell with your really good gumbo cooks because they're doing that anyway. (laughs) Also joining us, the producer of the show, the man who puts the music together, Jed Brewer. Nothing's as delicious as a fine andouille of hate. That sounds like a German sausage that someone put in the gumbo, and it's it's definitely, definitely possible. Also possible is that we're going to answer a question that came into the bridge loud at gmail.com. This week's question says, my friend relapsed and I feel so upset. What now? So, Glenn, in that last segment, we were looking at the, the soup of emotions, as you put it, and Jed was giving us the point that, we can even be feeling multiple emotions that seem to be at odds with each other. We can be concerned for a friend who, who made a bad choice, but also kind of angry at them for making the same choice. We can feel those emotions, maybe even of equal intensity at the same time. So what what do we do next when we're dealing with these emotions to actually get to a good place? Well, I think part of it is recognizing there is no such thing as a right or wrong feeling. Uh Trying to referee our feelings and judge them will just wear you out and distract you. You feel how you feel. You you. There's reasons, good, solid reasons, why you feel what you feel. Uh, but it's important to recognize as we turn the corner away from feelings that feelings don't give us insight. That's a key thing. Is They may be legit or come from a legit place, but they're not really helping us to understand what's going on. We, we all know that person who's you know, angry and yelling, and at the same time they're totally convinced they're right about everything, and even as everyone's sort of slowly backing away from them. So that, you know, this, that feeling of certainty that we get from emotions is a false one. So we need to learn to find a way to set those emotions aside so we can move forward. I think it's a really, really great point. And Jed, can, can you put some bones on that for us? So this idea that Glenn has given us here of you have a strong feeling and it may lead you to a thought, but that doesn't necessarily make that thought right. How does that apply in the situation we've been given here? Great question. Great question. So, for example, as you think about your friend's situation, you might feel a bit of frustration towards your friend, even a little bit of anger towards your friend. We don't need to judge that. We don't need to declare that feeling right or wrong because feelings aren't right or wrong. But your feeling doesn't actually make the relapse your friend's fault, right? You can have the feeling, but it doesn't It doesn't actually make um, your, your friend at fault here. Similarly, you could feel a sense of despair. You could you could feel a sense of like your friend's story is over. And again, that that's not a right or wrong feeling. It's a feeling that, that makes sense. But it doesn't make it true. Uh, your uh, worry, your sense of despair doesn't actually make your friend's story be over. It just means that you feel that way. There may be every reason for hope in the world, but you still feel how you feel. Then the question becomes, how do we find a way forward in the midst of all that? That is a great question where we will pick it up when we come back right here on The Bridge Loud.
are back with you here on The Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King. Once again, I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. Emotional stew is hearty, but it is not nutritious. (laughs) (laughs) We're also joined by the producer of the show, the man who puts the music together, Jed Brewer. Just add some kale. That fixes everything. I think kale would only fill me with more despair and hate, but that's possibly just me. We're answering a question that came into the bridge loud at gmail.com. This week's question says, my friend relapsed and I feel so upset. What now? And Glenn, for, for the most of the episode, and it's right that we should do it that way, we've been looking at the emotional aspect of this and uh, working through those, those conflicted feelings and getting to a point where we don't let the feelings define our reality. But I think it'd be a great point to move on to that question of what now? What can we actually do for our friend? Yeah, I think once the emotions are no longer at the steering wheel, so to speak, what you have left over is that you you feel uh, you you have a, a sense that this person needs help and you want to help. Uh, so it's it's sort of like this person is drowning and you're trying to throw them a lifeline and you're trying to yell at them to take the lifeline and all those kinds of things. Uh, but it's important for us to recognize that, first of all, it's good that you want to help. So that's that's good. Uh, I think it's also important to recognize that helping people who are dealing with addiction is a skill, is a thing that you could learn to improve on and to do better. Uh, so I think finding other resources that, to help you do that will be key. I think that's a really, really great point. Jed, let me get you to pick us up there because I think... A misconception a lot of people have is that um, you help by giving pearls of wisdom or giving a lot of motivation. As we mentioned at the top of the show, as we mentioned often on the show, uh, we all as a full-time job work with people who are coming through addiction or out of addiction. Uh, We've been doing that for decades combined. And a lot of that is uh, connecting them with people who know more than we do, right? Yeah, that's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. Uh, the, the big question here is what would help? And if you've got a person who is struggling with you know, long-term addiction, the top three things that would be likely to help uh, would be, A, some kind of 12-step recovery. That could be AA. It could be NA. It could be sober recovery. Um, a rehab program uh, can be hugely helpful. Uh, some form of counseling can be hugely helpful. The odds for most of us is that the best way you could help would be to help connect them to those resources. Uh, that could be figuring out where AA meetings are in your area. That could be driving them to the rehab center, but helping them get the help that would actually help, um, You know, connecting them with the things that would really do the deal. And again, this is the key part, to the extent that they are willing to receive them. Um, so a lot of this is about standing ready to help when your friend is prepared to receive it. That is absolutely right. And if you don't know where you would start, uh, what kind of thing would be a good resource to connect them to where you might find that in your area, you can email us, thebridgeloud at gmail.com. You're going to hear that address several more times in the show, thebridgeloud at gmail.com, and we would love to help you out. We will be back right here on The Bridge Loud.
Hey, this is Glenn from the Bridge Loud. Maybe you're listening right now and you're thinking, none of this good news applies to me because I've made mistakes and I've got a record. Well, you know what? No problem. We work every day with people who have been and sometimes still are behind bars. We know how to work with that and we ain't scared. Email us at thebridgeloud at gmail.com. That's thebridgeloud at gmail.com. We know you have struggles. We believe in you, and we want to help. We are back with you here on The Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King. Once again, I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. Emotional soup is bad for you, but regular soup is, and a lot of people don't know this, but it can be addicting. Wow, real soupaholic. Yeah. (laughs) Also joining us, the producer of the show, the man who puts the music together, Jed Brewer. Careful with that chicken noodle, people. It's a gateway drug. I knew I had a problem when I was just wandering around, reeking of clam chowder. My children wouldn't <laughs> hug me. It was my real rock bottom. We are answering a question that came into the bridge loud at gmail.com. This week's question says, My friend relapsed and I feel so upset. What now? Now, when you're dealing with emotional stew, of course, you want to address, you want to add just a little bit of secret sauce. The secret sauce. So, Glenn, we mentioned on the show that this is a big part of our our day jobs is uh, helping people in this exact situation. So what are the kind of things you tell them to keep them uh, going? Well, I think it's important to recognize that we really, as you point out, as we were working with addicts, we end up working a lot with people like yourself who are friends or family of addicts and are really struggling with how to... What box to put this in? How do I conceive of this? I think the first thing to recognize is that God is more concerned about these people than you and I can be. Uh, That you aren't alone in this, that a power greater than us and a power greater than that person uh, and greater than the addiction that we're dealing with here is concerned and is on the case. And I think that's the second thing to look at is that God isn't finished with this person. And uh, neither are you and neither are we. We're all still engaged in this. Uh, this isn't the end of the story. It's it's an unpleasant chapter, but it's not the end. I think that's a really, really great point. We do deal with a lot of people in this situation, and we are people in this situation. Through our work, we, we meet a lot of people that we come to, to really love and care for who are still struggling with their addictions, and that involves a lot of backsliding. And one of the things you learn when you do that for a while is uh, no, I don't think any of us are prepared to look at this on a long enough timeline. And yeah. that for us is a thing we really need to bring God into that. When we get too overwhelmed, too frustrated, too much despair, not only do we need to remember that God is looking out for a friend, we need to remember that God is with us in the middle of all that emotion and all that struggle. And we can all personally, everybody on the show has known people who have done multiple uh, bids to prison and decades of not quite getting it right. And at some point, things click and they catch a gear and they get serious about it. And you wouldn't believe the person they are today is the person they used to be. That's definitely out there for your friend. We have that hope for you and we hope you have it for yourself. We'll see you next week right here on The Bridge Loud. 
All right, that's our show. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you back here next week on The Bridge Loud. And let us know, are you ready to join the Bridge Loud tribe? We know you've got talents. Maybe you can scream or play the guitar or make a super cool graphic. Love it. Reach out to us at thebridgeloud at gmail.com and tell us what you do. We want your talents and gifts as a part of the Bridge Loud, so don't be shy. Let us know, thebridgeloud at gmail.com. We love you, God loves you, and there's nothing you can do about it.